Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Friday, pew pew, 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 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Uh, we will end the week as we began, as we've begun and ended, I think, the past five, six weeks. No, it's seven. Well, it's going to be seven weeks overall, but Holy over the buckets. past six weeks, we have endured more than 100 hours of testimony. Uh, and jurors, as of today, have finished here. Well, actually, as of yesterday, finished hearing evidence. And today, we're getting the closing arguments. Dun, 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 dun. Bradley Trainer, our legal correspondent for the Herp trial. You're getting a lot for your money on that one. We're By not. That I mean, you're not paying me anything. anything. <laughs> oh, oh, I was like, we're done now. <laughs> and that's all you get. No, um, okay. So today, so yes, I've been uh, arriving with the show uh, with a perspective and some thoughts about the things that have happened during the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. And we have talked about them as a family. Some of them have been crazy. Some of them have been less so. Some of them have been hard to understand. But after the final witnesses yesterday, I thought, you know, uh, there was a moment where I was like, maybe we should go back and listen to um, some of the testimony from yesterday. But then I was listening to closing arguments this morning and I thought, I actually think this might be a better way to wrap up this coverage. It's not that we're not going to talk about this story as much anymore. Yeah, there's more to be revealed. Right, because the jury, once they take this trial, um, the jury is, you know, like that's going to drive a lot of our conversation. And then whatever the jury decides will lead to some others. It's not over, is my point. Yeah, more more to occur. But if you've not been closing it, closing it, if you've not been following it closely, or even if you have... I think it's always a good idea to sort of reframe what this is all about. And I think perhaps an easy way to do that is to listen to some of the closing arguments from both sides. Mm. Now, this is not exhaustive. It's not even a summary. It's literally, I just want to play for you a clip from each of the closing arguments. I think uh, the defense is still underway. So this is not by any means like the end-all be-all summation of their closing arguments. Mm -hmm. But I think the clips that I want you to listen to are going to crystallize, at least, um, for the average person listening and for those of us on this show who've been sort of following the story uh, for the last number of weeks, what this is really comes down to, what it boils down to. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so who do we have first? So I think we can start with, and Holly, you you got the audio, right? Okay, so let's start with the Johnny Depp uh, closing argument. Now, this is Johnny Depp's lawyer basically giving you an idea of what they think this case is all about. Okay. Exactly six years ago today, on May 27th, 2016, Ms. Heard walked into court and filed a false report of domestic abuse against her husband of 15 months, Johnny Depp. The scene was a setup. She tipped off the paparazzi so they would be waiting. They knew exactly where she would pause, which side of her face to photograph. And the photos captured what she wanted them to see, the image of a battered woman. 
What the paparazzi did not know is that the dark mark on her face mysteriously appeared six days after last seeing Mr. Depp. It was a lie. She knew it. Mr. Depp knew it. And the multiple witnesses you heard from who saw her that week of May 21st, 2016, also knew it. But the world only saw what she wanted them to see. All right, so that's a clip from the closing arguments wow. of Johnny Depp's, one of Johnny Depp's attorneys during the trial uh, against Amber Heard, a case that they're trying to make that she defamed Johnny Depp's character. So, like, I certainly have lots of thoughts. I'm sure you do, too. What Do you just have a gut reaction to that clip that I you mean, listen to? They, I mean, she went what's the word full throttle guns blazing uh blazing saddles uh saddlebags i mean she was doing it all she brought it all right in there she just basically said this woman is a flat out liar yeah absolutely that was my number one takeaway listening to this particular portion of the closing argument that amber heard is a liar and that Amber, or actually what, what they go on to talk about, and, and you don't hear that so much in this clip, but that Johnny Depp is a victim. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp is a victim of domestic abuse. Like, point blank, they say that. Amber Heard is the perpetrator. She is a liar. She manipulated. And here are the countless reasons why. That is the case they are trying to make to the jury. And then, you know, in all of that, yes, and and she was very aggressive in trying to prove the point right off the bat that Amber Heard is a liar. And also what were, I mean, even when you listen to that, you get lost the fact that this is about an article that she wrote Mm -hmm. for, with the help of, uh, the ACLU. I almost like screwed up all the letters. It's like, it's wordle today or something. The ACLU that, that defamed Mm -hmm. him. Like that even gets sort of like not buried underneath all of that. I know it'll come up when she wraps it all together, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. At some point, but I mean, they have to, each side has two hours, by the way, or yeah, had oof. two hours today to, to kind of make their case. So, but that is aggressive. Yeah, what we just heard, absolutely. But it has a clear, you know, like again, they're trying to make the case. Amber Heard is lying. She's a yeah. lying liar who lies, and if she lies about some things, she's lying potentially about all the other things. Now, on the other hand, of course, it's her attorney's opportunity to make the case or at least say that def- the prosecution in this case has not made their case against uh, or Johnny Depp's lawyers. Because would we call them the prosecution? It's not a criminal I don't trial. Even, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm not a legal expert. I only play one from noon to three. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Amber Heard's lawyers would like you to believe something as well. Let's have a listen to one of her attorneys addressing the jury today during closing arguments in the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard trial. In trying to convince you that Mr. Depp has carried his burden of proof in proving that he was never abusive to Amber on even one occasion, think about the message that Mr. Depp and his attorneys are sending to Amber and by extension to every victim of domestic abuse everywhere. If you didn't take pictures, it didn't happen. If you did take pictures, they're fake. If you didn't tell your friends, you're lying. And if you did tell your friends, they're part of the hoax. If you didn't seek medical treatment, you weren't injured. 
If you did seek medical treatment, you're crazy. If you do everything that you can to help your spouse, the person that you love, rid himself of the crushing drug and alcohol abuse that spins him into an abusive, rage-filled monster, you're a nag. And if you finally decide that enough is enough, you've had enough of the fear, enough of the pain, and you have to leave to save yourself, you're a gold digger. That is the message that Mr. Death is asking you to send. Okay, so that's his, uh, or excuse me, Amber Heard's attorney talking about Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. What, what's your reaction? I mean, listen, I'm glad, I'm glad for that because that is exactly the conversation that is happening in certain circles outside of the courtroom. Mm-hmm. The fact that, you know, the broader implications of what we're hearing and seeing in this trial are confirmation for the reason why many times domestic abuse survivors don't come forward because they're not going to be believed. If you do one thing, it sends one type of message. Mm-hmm. If you don't do that thing, it sends another message. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's an impossible corner that she's painted into. Yeah, absolutely. The I think the... Because to me, when I first heard this, I'm thinking you're making a lot of generalizations about domestic abuse. As yes. you just laid out, there's a broader conversation that's been happening. We've been having that conversation on the show. Like there's the, you know, there's the the court that the jury is listening to or a part of. And then there's the court of public opinion that we're all sort of having conversations about. And this is a wonderful chance to talk about domestic abuse and, mm-hmm. um, you know, all of those things. But does that apply directly to the case? So mm-hmm. what I find interesting is that that's a very broad discussion, but does it get at specifically the allegations uh, made against Amber Heard? Now, yeah. they, they may address them later and In they the, certainly go the remaining on, two hours. right? <laughs> but I think that that's, that's one of the strongest cases that the that Amber Heard's people have is that like if 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 I have been contradicted, it's because Johnny Depp is a controlling um, mm-hmm. domestic abuser, whatever like the terminology is, right? So like any incongruity is not because of me; it's because of Johnny Depp, right? Whereas the opposite is true for you know the the for uh, Amber the the lawyers for wait did I say that backwards? So in this case, Amber Heard's attorneys are saying that the confusion. You can lay at the blame of Johnny Depp. Yes. Conversely, I think Johnny Depp's attorneys are trying to say any confusion can be explained away by Amber Heard. The thing that I find um, so interesting is like our uh, the mm, you have to start from a place of of in all of this conversation. If you're going to play the one side versus the other side, you have to come at it from a place of. One person is all right and one person is all wrong. Mm -hmm. The complexity of this actual story Mm -hmm. is that it is possible that a person can have been a victim of abuse and also not be a sterling human being. Yeah. Meaning they had a really toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. She played a part in the toxic relationship because she was in the relationship. Yeah. That does not absolve him from any abuse he may have given mm-hmm. it does not absolve her you know from being able not absolve maybe isn't the right word it doesn't mean that she can't identify as a victim 
the problem is that we that that is a complexity that we are, have are wrestling with right now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like, but at the end of the day, the jury has to make a decision. Exactly. Like you and I can have the con the, the comfort of sitting back and listening and going, well, on the one hand and on the other hand, but right. we don't have a, a, uh, a duty before us. Yeah. That the jury has and they're going to have to decide. And so somebody will be because the in jury this, really does have a duty that they have to. I'm just, I just, you can't not. (laughs) I mean, it is the last day. We're Uh, probably going to spend this much time on it until we find out what's actually going on. So I'm glad you got it out. Thank you. You pushed that one out real well. I sure did. My point was, before I was dutifully interrupted, um, uh, emphasis on the duty. We can speculate, but they actually have a job to do. Yeah, so the jury has an actual job to do, and that means... That one person will be perceived to have been the truth teller Mm -hmm. and another person the liar. So even though the jury may think, you know, like, oh, these people are both complicated, toxic individuals, their ruling, I think, is going to form public opinion in a way. Right. Mm -hmm. So, like, again, we can sit back and think whatever we want. But I kind of feel like, you know, in the way that you have dipped your toe in the opinions of the people around you in life during this trial and have... I think come away with as have I that there are some interesting themes Mm -hmm. that people seem to cling to. I'm being very Mm -hmm. vague vague and clever because I think I've heard a lot of opinions about Amber Heard that I'm surprised by. Mm -hmm. I think that that's just going to continue once this ruling comes in. What I mean by that is like people will just make a snap judgment and say, oh, he was lying the whole time or, oh, she was lying the whole time and then move on. Like it's as if it's that easy. Yeah. And what I think is really interesting is like we you laid out the other day what the possibilities are for the outcome of Mm -hmm. the trial in the actual courtroom. But what is unknown is what the public's reaction to those things will be. And that is the thing I am. I don't know about you. I am like buckled in. Clinching my teeth. Yes, because you're right. It will be people see this in a certain way. And um, it will be curious to see what the public's reaction is to whatever the outcome is. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There is bound to be as much as there has been a passionate response to the trial as it's happening. There is bound to be an equally passionate response to whatever the outcome is. One hundred percent. And Ooh. you know, annoyingly so in the in our world, because I think sometimes we're surprised by people's strident mm-hmm. sort of beliefs about something they maybe have not paid very much attention to. Mm-hmm. Because as somebody, 